Hey guys, Paul Dekira. Welcome back to the Baseball Dad Show. And today I am Willie Nelson on the road again. See what I did there? Okay, I won't do any more jokes. So today we're going to talk about youth pitching and velocity. So earlier this week, I sent out an email that details the uh, some of the coaching programs that I'm offering this spring. And so we offered, uh, one of the programs I'm offering is virtual velo for youth pitchers. So anytime you put the word velocity and youth pitcher, uh, anytime you put those combination of words anywhere close to each other, out come the finger wagger. So, um, you know, I got the typical, you know, go telling me to, you know, cursing me out and stuff like that. And then I got the 19 paragraph responses on, you know, what a terrible human being I am and I'm causing kids to have Tommy John surgery. And it's always great that these people you know, call and check in to see what type of program I'm actually offering, because I know that nobody would ever jump the gun in, you know, creating responses like that. So, so let me explain. The question of the day is, should youth pitchers train for velocity? Um, so the answer is yes, but probably not in the way that you think. So when we think about training velocity, we often have these visions of weighted balls and plyo balls or extreme training programs. So um, my, uh, my approach to developing velocity is, is really kind of the opposite of what has become the norm. Um, and, and the norm is incredibly risky and dangerous and, and dare I say on many, in many occasions, uh, reckless. And so um, let, me, let me rewind the clock a little bit and tell you how I approach um, velocity development. So uh, let's just imagine that your son enters like algebra one, right? He, he shows up his first year in high school and he's taken algebra one. And, and so this is a leap right forward from, from the math that he probably um, has experienced in grade school. So as he enters that program, as he, I'm excuse me, as he enters that classroom, you'd want him to have a solid foundation in mathematics entering that classroom, right? Addition, subtraction, multiplication, division, uh, you know, in all the, the, the progressions of, of, of a normal course um, of mathematics as a, as, a, as a student progresses. Now, his, how, he, how well he does in that class will be directly, will be a direct result of that foundation. So do we want kids to focus on velocity? Well, not in the way that you think, but we don't want them not to focus on velocity. We want them to focus on the things that are going to lay the foundation for the velocity, which in turn will also help them throw as hard as they can now. What we don't want is what most people think is like this artificial velocity, like you're going to do all this extreme reckless stuff. So let me rewind a little bit to the start of my career. I started off as a guy that my mission was going to rid the world of pitching injuries. That's where I started. And uh, I was successful early on. Uh, we, we had a program called Performance Rehabilitation, worked with uh, St. Barnabas Medical Center, really huge hospital network here in the tri-state area, uh, Health South, and all a whole bunch of other rehabilitation uh, facilities. Um, I did a, 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 it was a VHS program at the time, but is now a DVD and digital um, with Tom House called Pitcher's Prehab, which went through all of our protocols. So all over that time, I did six, I, I worked with 600 injured pitchers. Now, the way I would work is the, the doctor would clear a pitcher medically, right? And say, okay, you know, your pain is good. You've gone through rehab. Now, a doctor in rehab is not designed to return you to being a great pitcher. It's just designed to return you to basic human health, right? You're pain-free and able to go about a normal life. It has nothing to do with, you know, your pitching and, and generally won't address any of those issues. So, 
Uh, so we would sit down with the pitcher and then we would basically rewire their mechanics. We'd look at how they were moving and how they were training and we would, we would prevent them from being re-injured. And so that was the performance rehabilitation was getting them back to a state of performance that would not, um, re-injure them. So over time, right, you work with 600 injured pitchers. You only have to be mildly observant to see that there's commonalities amongst, amongst injured pitchers. I can see how an injured pitcher moves, um, mechanically what they're doing, so on and so forth. And so what I started to, you know, kind of see is I, I would catch myself saying, like, this kid's an injury waiting to happen. I'd watch a kid pitch, and I could recognize what I would think as really problematic and dangerous mechanics and say, this is not good. This kid's going to blow out his arm. And so light bulb went off. I wonder what would happen if we applied the same training techniques, the same mechanical techniques to pitchers before they were hurt as we did after they were hurt, right? So the same performance rehabilitation training program that we did, um, we were just, we were basically doing the same thing. We were taking a pitcher that didn't have great mechanical movements and we we're giving them better ones and they weren't getting re-injured. So why not then apply that to somebody that we saw had those movements and then, um, you know, help them avoid an injury. And so the, the whole goal was preventative. There was no, I didn't have any idea that it, this would turn into this. But what we saw is that when we started applying that to pitchers before they got hurt, they started throwing harder, as did the pitchers that were coming out of our performance rehab. But like we kind of thought like, oh, well, they were probably hurt before. And yeah, this is helping them throw with less stress. And so that's maybe we, we kind of, you know, we didn't make the connection. And also, you know, back then, I'm talking about like the 90s, like velocity was not easy to measure back then as it is now. So we weren't like, it wasn't the... Uh, it wasn't, uh, you know, you weren't, nobody was walking around with a, with a, you know, pocket radar. Radar guns were big and bulky and, and expensive and stuff like that. So, so we started applying that across the board. And so our approach to velocity is very simple. It's, it's just like mathematics. We are looking to help kids lay a foundation of solid, healthy, uh, long-term mechanics that they can use for their entire career and will help, <laughs> and will help them will help them, sorry, I saw a guy in the road, and will help them uh, establish a base that they can use to throw hard. Simple as that, right? Now, what we often see is that one kids, once kids eliminate um, inefficiencies in their delivery and they develop a solid foundation, they start throwing harder. And it's not, it's not artificial. It's, it's velocity and it's power that they already have, right? It's just unused. It's untapped. And what we're doing is helping giving them efficient movements that will keep them healthy and also help them throw harder. And so that is our approach to velocity. I don't do, I don't, I don't subscribe to any of the dangerous, reckless, you know, crazy velocity stuff that's out there and, and nor should you. And so, and so that is, uh, that is how we approach velocity, especially on the youth level. It is a long term approach for sustained high performance and health. So if you guys would like help for that, you certainly send me an email and text message that are linked in the show notes, and I'll see you guys on the next show.